Reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. to tell you that it's testimony time hallelujah tell the person sitting next to you i'm waiting for your testimony or tell the other person i'm waiting for your testimony ask the person hasn't god done anything for you so why are you not sharing ask the person why are you not sharing did the person give you an answer okay we'll talk about that after church hallelujah this testimony is from my brother James from the Agbogba Zone. It says, My name is James Ba from the Agbogba Zone. I want to thank God for how far he has brought me in life. From June 2020, the Lord began to use me to share the gospel. I have received several prophecies that I will be used by God, but I never paid attention to it. You will not be like that. I said, you will not be like that. I rather decided to pursue my own interests. During this time, all the doors got shut and I could not progress in anything I do. I finally decided to heed to God's leading and began evangelizing in my area. You also start evangelizing in your area. Oh, I said, you also start evangelizing in your area. Yeah. Since then, I realized how God has blessed me in many ways. Last two weeks, Friday, as I was on my way to preach, I got to the roadside. There was a car parked, and the road was clear, so I decided to cross. Suddenly, the car moved with speed and knocked me down. A car will not knock you down. I said, a car will not knock you down. A car will not knock your son down. A car will not knock your daughter down. If you believe it, shout amen. Yeah. The driver sped off without stopping. I landed on my right elbow. And strained my left thigh muscle. By God's grace, I got up and crossed the road with a slight pain in my thigh. You also get up from such an accident. Whatever thing that has kept you down, eh, it will not keep you down forever. As I see you rising, you also rise up with strength. If you believe it, shout amen. Miraculously, I woke up Saturday morning feeling okay. And I was able to come to church and clean the church with my basenta leader. Wow. I thought you were going to put your hands together for God. Usually when people get knocked down by a, a car, they usually go to the hospital, they get checked up, somebody may have internal bleeding and different things. But by the grace of God, nothing like that happened to him. Hallelujah. He says, I want to thank Bishop for always encouraging us to serve God in any way we can. I believe that my life was spared because I was on my way to witness Oh, if you are clapping, then you can do it better. I also thank my Basenta leader and lady, Pastor Kathy, for always encouraging me to help in the zonal work. I would like to encourage the church that let's keep doing something for God. Let's heed to Bishop Cole 
bishop's call and try to do something, anything at all we can, and God will spare our lives because of this. If you believe it, I want you to put your hands together for that very powerful testimony. As God is also sparing your life, as you are serving him, I see he's sparing your life. As I see him sparing your life. As you are serving him, he's sparing your life. As you are serving, he's sparing your life. If you believe it, shout amen. Hallelujah. That's a very powerful testimony. And like we usually do, we wash the testimony down with some very powerful music. Hallelujah. Oh, is it good to wash wash it down with some music?
God comes.
we can do better for the Lord this morning. And another better clap for this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the word this morning. And as I said, the word this morning is coming as an inspiration from God. It's going to instruct some of us today. Some of us will be corrected. There will be reproof in the house of the Lord. But ladies and gentlemen, it's all for one good. And the man God has prepared for us this morning is yet again ready to give God's mind to us. Are you ready to receive the word of God this morning? Now if you're ready to do so, can I hear you shout to the Lord over there? May I hear you clap to the Lord over there? Help me welcome to this stage the man God has prepared for us. My pastor, your pastor, the Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. next week then give the Lord a hand clap and that hand clap it's my way of welcoming you to church today and uh, I believe that it will be a beautiful experience before we take our seats I want to I want us to pray and uh, this morning we are going to pray a simple prayer and uh, it's a prayer of establishment 
establishment. Establishment. We are praying not for the church this time. You are praying for yourself that you will be established. One of the descriptions of the Christian is a tree. You see it in Psalm 1. You see it in other Psalms. 92 also you see there. Like a tree planted by the rivers. But what happens is that we, we and, and, and that is what I've been preaching about the past three or four weeks in your role as a Christian. Remember the first one was what? Please put up the point for me. Uh, the first one is to be a faithful uh, attendant. Do you, if you have the points, you can help me. Your first role in the church is that of a faithful attendee, you know, faithfully attending church, you know. But the second one is what brings me here. The sec- your second role in the church is that of a stable Christian, you know. And I, I feel that we must invest some prayer into this aspect because we must, we must develop, you know, we must develop your social development physical development financial development marital development and all the other areas academic development must match up with your spiritual development and uh, we are praying this morning before we take our seats please don't pray for him pray for yourself don't pray for her pray for yourself that lord help me in Ephesians chapter 4, you see a couple of things about in verse 14, I believe. It's, it says, henceforth, yes, that we henceforth be no more children. You know, we shouldn't, you can't be a child forever. And you will be disturbed if you give birth to a baby and the baby remained a baby for 15 years. You know, so he says, henceforth, we be no more children. It's time. It's time to grow. And then here, Paul gives us just one characteristic of a child. That if you are able to depart from this characteristic, it means you are no more a child. And that characteristic is being tossed to and fro. You may not believe it, but as human beings and as Christians we get tossed and it says there is it here yes carried about with every wind the winds of doctrines they toss us so today you are a shepherd tomorrow you are not today you are regular tomorrow you are not two years ago you were paying tithes now you don't pay tithes because you heard a pastor on radio talking about tithes. I mean, you yourself don't have any foundation. So Paul says that henceforth, we be no more children. Tossed. You see, and it's very important that we develop this spiritually. This to and fro thing is very important we overcome it spiritually. Because it has a way of seeping into other areas of our lives. Where you are never stable. Some people are not stable. I know people who, before they ended up marrying, 
they had been in seven relationships. Yes. You see this, I like. You see this, I like. You see this, like, you, you can't, and, and, it go, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about it. Some of you can't stay in one job. And sometimes those who are highly qualified are those with that behavior. They can't stay in one job. It's, it's, the wind is blowing here. Oh, there's some emoluments here. There's some uh, whatever here. Some side effects here. Some fringe benefits here. Some side benefits here. They, they can't stay in one thing. They can't stay. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. Can't make up their minds. And eventually, they can't make up their minds about heaven and hell. We are praying for establishment that will be stable, not tossed to and fro, but you'll be sta- no, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about church attendance. I'm talking about spirituality. You see, if you can get that right, everything will be right. Yes. You will never say, I will marry you, and then turn and see this one and say, I, I, I like this hairstyle. How did hairstyle affect marriage? When? hairstyle especially when when you go home the hairstyle is going to be removed like a beret but you won't believe that people take decisions on hairstyles and those who cannot be removed like a beret they are rubbed and put into a shower cap <laughs> or shower cap like entrapments i see you being stable amen i see you being established amen I said, I see you being established. Amen. That you won't be someone who is just today here, today there. That's why I love Peter. He, he, Jesus Christ asked a question. And he also answered him with a question. Beautiful. He said, won't you also go? Then Peter asked that, to whom shall we go? Now, now this is the guy who had been called Satan earlier on. Now, there's no disciple who was called Satan. It was Peter who was shouted at and told to disappear and called Satan. But there was something in him. He said, I may be Satan, but I won't depart from you. We are praying that your Bible study, your prayer life. Ah, while we are are talking about prayer, this week is the end of this month. Next week is the real is the real beginning of July, which is the beginning of the second half of the year. So we are going to fast and pray from Monday to Friday. Not this week, but next week. Yes. And we are going to have an amazing time. It's going to be a, a, a prayer festival called Fresh Winds. My God. Monday evening, mm. Tuesday evening, Jesus. Wednesday evening, huh. Thursday evening, hey. Friday evening. My God. Evening. But in the morning, we'll pray. We'll have online prayer. In the afternoon, there'll be one hour online prayer. Yes. 
any devil who has planned with our weakness Jesus. any devil who has planned with our tiredness Speak. any devil who feels that oh it's july so the, the guys are tired and they are cooling off you'll be surprised that another wind is about to blow another wind i said another wind is about to blow another wind. we are praying now for stability stability establishment that we be no more children tossed to and fro lift your two hands and let's pray right now before we take our seats pray instrumentalists pray moving about is not a sign of maturity in the name of Jesus Father help my establishment help my establishment help my establishment help my establishment Jesus 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 stable stable from today I declare I'll be stable I'll be stable I'll be stable I'll be stable 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 Jesus pray I want you to clap your hands and pray for stability smash some devils Stable. Thank you. seen a word i want us to deal with it before we, we i said before we sleep <laughs> well some of you are about to sleep anyway so he said 
and all the things tossed to and fro, carried by every wind, by the slate of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Jesus. Deceive. I want us to pray about it before it comes. Because when it comes, you are not in control. Jesus. Deception is one, it's, it's not one of, it's the most powerful force. A, a higher form of it is called a delusion. Wow. And that is full blown madness. 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 We use it to tell that somebody is mad. And you should hear them talking. You should hear them talking. So you go and cut bamboo trees and put it under the ceiling. A lot of them. Why? You said there is an aeroplane about to land. You believe it? It's not something you laugh at. Delusions. They say what the mad woman is doing at the corner of the street it's always funny until you get to hear that she's your mother mm. madness see somebody with a radio tuning what, what, what station say no the FBI and I'm, 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 I'm making an attempt to arrest him and Nanako Fado has is, is in tune with them and last night they came to t- discuss it with your husband and you, you, you believe that and you, are, you, you want to hear what they are saying say a delusion a delusion so, but when you are looking at the person you are sad because nothing like that is happening there is no plane about to land her husband has never loved her the way he's still loving her. The way he's loving her. But it's madness. But before we get there, we are praying about deception. It's part of the instability syndrome. When you are deceived, you are not stable. Judas was deceived. You know, don't no one here should think of himself because of your education that you are above deception. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. It's a spirit, by the way. If you don't get it in Legon or Delcam or Ideal, it's a spirit. You can, in fact, Rejoiner, the prophet, says that one of the things you should everyone should know about is the level of your current deception. Your current. Everybody should know what you are currently deceived about. And one of the things that makes us move to and fro is deception. Deception. Today you want to be a Buddhist, then you, you try to be a Muslim, a little, come back to Christian, Christianity, you backslide for four months, and you, can, and you are not stable because you are intrinsically deceived. Husbands are deceived. In fact, more husbands are deceived than wives. He sees his wife, but he feels that this one has something his wife cannot give him. Unknown to him, he's going for a witch. 
workers are deceived that if only I could stop this job and go there, the emoluments, the, the what? Emoluments <laughs> will be bigger. And they go, and three months, the company closes down. I've seen it all. I can give you names and places. So we are praying that you will be convinced and convicted about what you Jesus. believe. With the strength that makes you unshakable. Because Judas was deceived. Within a few hours, at least within 24 hours, he, he was so convinced that Jesus Christ was bad. And listen to what he said. When he, when he, he got the money, and later he realized that no. He took the money back. Listen, he said, I have betrayed innocent blood. I have betrayed innocent blood. This was his own words, not somebody reporting, Say, please, I, I, I was wrong. You can be very wrong. You can be very wrong. There's something called the spirit. I said the spirit. A lying spirit. Yes. A lying spirit. Some of you may have the lying spirit in you. That's why Rick Jonas says you must know your current state of deception. Your current deception. What are you deceived about right now? There must be something you are deceived about right now. We are praying. God wanted to kill King Ahab. God. He didn't know how to kill him. Then somebody came up and said, I will go to him and be a lying spirit. And truly, Ahab believed a lie. His prophet prophesied a lie to him. A battle he shouldn't have gone to fight. He stood in the chariot and went. He died before his time. In spite of, he, he disguised himself that he wouldn't be seen as a king. An arrow flying somewhere just found him. Can you lift up your two hands? Unless you are too rich, you are too educated to lift your no. hands. Can you lift up your two hands? We are praying, Lord. Deliver me from being deceived. Deliver me from being deceived. From being deceived. From being deceived. Give me convictions. Give me conviction about my faith. About my faith. About my life. About my life. About the things I've decided to do. Things I decide to do. Pray right now. Clap your hands and pray against deception. Deception in marriage. It's madness. It's madness. It's madness. Bind it before it comes. Bind it before it comes. Palamasa Palama Rendelebosa Padimaka Tontoromo Ragatuala Nima Matanda Jesus Atombera Ali Atamanaha Batalaba Amanian Dagaha Aye Chalabaha Anamba in your business in your education in your marriage in your spiritual life find it find it find it find it 
Because of the prayer you have prayed, you will see through people. Amen. I said you will see through people. Amen. You will see through situations. I will see. Yes. Because of the prayer you have prayed, you will not. You will no more judge by the seeing of the eye or the hearing of the ear. Can you clap your hands and celebrate your victory over deception? Jesus. Your victory over deception. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. And you may please be seated. I want to welcome Mariami to cool us down before the word of God comes. Today it's a cool message we are hearing, and we need to lower the temperature further. So let's welcome Mariami to bless us with a, 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 a beautiful. And uh, I hope you have your yellow book. Oh, you've stopped bringing it to church. Uh-huh. Beautiful. The last chapter. So get ready for next week. And uh, it's going to be very powerful. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Let's receive the anointed woman of God. Just one moment with you 
Isn't that beautiful? Clap your hands. And I think the temperature is cool enough for you to receive a cool message on a cool Sunday morning. Are we blessed this morning? And uh, the chapter is the last chapter I'm fighting not to finish. But it will finish one day. I am sharing with you this morning a very, uh, I think I want us to clap our hands again for making it to church this morning. You've done well and uh, it's going to be even better in the coming Sundays. Today, I'm still in the last chapter, your role as a church member. And uh, I believe that God wants us to to know how to behave in the church. That's what Paul told Timothy. He said, till I come, I write these things that you may know how thou oughtest to conduct thyself, thyself, in the household of God, which is the 
pillar of faith and the ground of truth. So I, I believe that you are going to come to a place of great establishment when you know what you ought to do as a believer. Amen. And um, your first role is that of a faithful attendee. Faithful attendee. That is just coming to church. Faithfully. Your second role is that of a stable Christian. We have even prayed with it. Your third role is to pay your tithes. You are expected to pay your tithes. If you don't pay your tithes, you are a wicked person. One day, I think I'll take some three, four weeks and teach a series of messages on tithing. Anyone who doesn't pay tithes should be very careful. You 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 are in danger of having nothing. Because the tithe, you may not know, another name for the tithe is meat. M-E-A-T. Malachi 3. Another name for the tithe is meat. So when you don't pay tithes, you are depriving the house of God of its needs. And you can be sure what you do to God, he will do it to you. If you deprive him of his needs, he will deprive you of your needs. Yes. At this juncture, one may ask, what is needs? <laughs> Meat is what makes your soul happy. Meat is your assignment in life. When you find what God wants you to do, you found it. That's your meat. In John 4, Jesus sent his disciples to go and buy meat. And when they came, Jesus was sitting at a well talking to a Samaritan and he said Jesus we have brought the Chesanyama Chesanyama that is it's a special type of kebab in Southern Africa when you eat one you come back to Ghana yes it it took me a lot to return to Accra Chesanyama Nana Brago used to prepare Chisanyama for us in the Crusades. Yes. So if you want to know how to prepare, see her. She brought some spices from Namibia. It's when you eat it, you can forget your mother's name. Chisanyama. They said, Jesus, we have brought the Chisanyama. And Jesus said, I don't need it anymore. I sent you. But what I have found doing, 
He said, I have meat that you don't know about. Before I met this woman to talk to her, I thought I needed Chisanyama. Many of you have settled for things that are not useful because you've not found your real meats. When you find your real meats, nothing is important to you anymore. And when you don't bring his meat, did you? I've tried to teach you that God always waits for you to make the first move. Then he makes the move you make according to your move. So the person who described God to you as a Father Christmas, who just gives things, deceived you. You honor him, he will honor you. He told Eli, said, them that honor me, I will honor. Them that dishonor me, I will lightly esteem. He waits to see, are you bringing honor or you are bringing dishonor? Then he plays it back to you. James, the brother of Jesus said, draw nigh to him and he will draw nigh to you. God will never come near you till he sees you coming near him. That's the story of the prodigal son. Luke 15. A certain man had two sons. One was a fool. You can be a fool but still a son. The father did not make one move. He stayed in his house. Whilst the boy was eating with pigs, he never moved out of his house to look for him. And the father of the prodigal son represents God. He was in his house. But one day, the father left the house. He ran out of the veranda. Is it veranda or veranda? He, he, he ran out of the veranda. Do you know what moved him out of the veranda? When he saw that foolish boy coming towards him, then he also left and ran towards him and fell on his neck and kissed him. Watch out. God is not as nice as you think. God is not. He will do to you. He said, with whatever measure you meet out, that is the measure that he will meet out to you. What you are getting from God right now, the deal you have now, is because of the deal you dealt to him. That is why I'm advising you 
to stop what you are doing. The tithe, that 10 cities from the 100 Ghana, is his meat. If you deprive his house of his meat, he will deprive your life of your meat. Your fourth role is to give offerings. Your fifth role is to make your talents and gifts available to the church. Your talents and gifts must be made available to the church. That is how the church is built. Somebody has given us his son. He could have kept his son in his house to be polishing his shoes whilst he's in church. But he brought his son. Son, wave. Yes. Without him, we can't have the service we are having. What we are enjoying is people who have literally thrown their gifts and talents freely at us. Trumpeters, percussionists. As of this video, I don't know whether he, know, he knows his work. As he's an apprentice, but he will learn it. You mean you don't have anything to contribute to the church? Don't do that. Your role is to supply something you have. That is how the church is made compact. When every joint supplies, I'm supplying mine. I'm supplying mine. I'm giving my best. There are many things I could have kept. I could have also come to church to sit down. You think I don't know how to sit down in a church service to enjoy a message? I also know what a message is. But when you have something to give, you got to give it. You got to give it. You got to give it. There's someone sitting there. You can sing very well. Offer your singing ability. Make your talent available to the church. That's how the church has been built. The church that began in Acts began with people who gave, who gave. Some gave houses, lands. So there was no one who needed and lacked. Don't withhold. Don't withhold. You think she just came to sing a song. You think they just came to dance. All these are part of the battle we are fighting. The church is at war. Dancing is part of the warfare. Singing is part of the warfare. As I'm preaching, I'm delivering my portion of the war. We are a large army fighting. We are fighting devils. And the Bible says that when you refuse, when you keep your sword from blood, woe be to you. 
Troubles. War means troubles. When there's a war and everybody has unsheathed his sword and you are keeping your sword in your sheath. You are keeping your sword. He said, woe to the one who keepeth his sword back from blood. Remove your sword and let's fight. This morning at the toilet, the washrooms, or is it, is it toilet or restrooms? Restrooms. The head of the people cleaning the toilets is a top IT consultant in town. It's only in this church that you can meet her and greet her. Tomorrow, better see her today. Because tomorrow, you can't see her in town. If you go to her office, you must write a memo for, for one week. You must be investigated before you approach her. I don't know where she got the ability from. The ability to manage toilet cleaners. She has descended to the lowest abyss. While you are wearing your high heels. Today is a cool Sunday. Don't, don't, I'm, that's why I'm trying to stay cool. <laughs> it's getting tensious. I'm... Don't be too big. Don't sit in the church. Anyone here whose only relationship with this church is just to attend this church on Sunday is a wicked person. You are wicked. And God will be wicked to you. If you like, don't come here again. And I want you to see what will happen to you. Let's breathe in and out. Are you okay? Should I read a verse? Ask your neighbor through your face mask. You mean you can't do something? You have nothing to offer? Really, really, you have nothing to offer. Really, number six, your sixth role is to know your pastors, love and respect them. It's your role. It's the ethos. First Timothy 3.15. First Timothy 3.15. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself. That is the ethos. The ethics. How to conduct yourself. One of the expected conducts one of the expected behaviors is to know your pastor. Know him. 
I asked somebody this morning, who is your pastor? She mentioned her pastor. Beautiful. You need to know your pastor. Not everybody can be your pastor. Know your, you can't be here. He didn't say sit in front of a man of God preaching. Right now, I'm playing the role of a preacher. I don't even know whether I'm teaching or preaching. I think I'm more doing, I'm more of a didactic teacher. Didactic. I'm teaching now. Or once a while, I preach. But, but right now, what I'm doing now is not, I, I'm not playing a pastoral role. In a sense, I'm feeding. Yes, but I am preaching. There are many of you here who are relating with me as your preacher. But you got to have a pastor. Beautiful. Have a pastor. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you. Kalama de labor kataba. First what? Thessalonians. Chapter what? Chapter what? Chapter 5. Beautiful. 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 Yes. Yes. I'm teaching now. Know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. There are people who admonish you, who counsel you, who talk to you. Who help you? Who shepherd you? Know them. Know them. Don't just listen to them. Don't just watch them with the corner of your eye. The word know is the, from the Greek word eido, which means to, 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 to get close to. It literally means to inspect or to examine. Come on. Inspect them and examine them carefully. To know means to look at. It means to see about. It means to pay attention to. It means to turn the eyes and the mind and the attention to something. Turn your eyes. And not just your eyes, but turn your mind, your mind. Look carefully at those who labor among you 
literally meaning to analyze them. You cannot have a neutral relationship with the people who are over you in the Lord. You can't. I don't have a neutral relationship with my pastor. I don't. I don't have a neutral relationship. It's not neutral at all. At all. It's not neutral. He tells me to sit down. He says no. I say, yeah, if you say no, that's fine. Get close to and inspect. Inspect and know your pastor. Know him. That's how we have lasted here. I've been here for close to 40 years. Close to 40 years in Christ. I couldn't have made it this far without knowing my pastor. I know him and he knows me. Beautiful. Don't be too far. That's not how to be in this kingdom. I'm teaching you the ethics of the kingdom. The ethos of the kingdom. The behavioral patterns. The conduct of the, of the kingdom. Don't be too big. Don't be too educated. Don't be too what? What are you? What are you? What are you? You are destroying yourself. I've been long, around long enough to see people who gloated and bloated. And their hand brought them down. They came whimpering for attention. They came what? Whimpering for attention. How can you be in church and be indifferent to your GSO? How? Who taught you? Number one, know your pastors. And that word know is not just know his name or oh, he's the one. Many of you can tell me, can tell, can tell me even one kilometer away. When I'm one kilometer away, you can tell because of my, my, my head. Oh, that's him. That man. That's him. It's not one kilometer ahead. Have a relationship. No. The first time I, I saw no in the Bible, it was a type of word I don't want to explain here at this time in this church service. Get close. Your destiny is in it. Don't just attend church and go back. It's wrong. It's not right. And then number two, respect your pastors. It's expected of you. Verse 13. And to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. You know the work your GSO has done before you are here? Your basenta leader has done. 
respect your basenta leader. That is how to be in this kingdom. Can I have another translation, please, if you are awake? New King James says to esteem them very highly. Under translation, please, if you are awake. New Living Translation. Show them great respect and wholehearted love. Great respect. Don't sit in this church or that church for that matter and relate with your pastor the way social media relates with pastors. I said, don't relate with your pastor the way social media. Many of you here have been won over by social media. Only your body is here. Your soul has left the church. I was talking to a husband recently wearing a wedding ring. We were having a discussion. He told me, he said, my, he said, did he say my heart or I? He said my heart. The night before, he was in, in bed with his wife. They are in the same bedroom. He eats her food. He drives her. He told me, he said, I left this marriage four years ago. And he mentioned it four years. I should have asked him what happened four years ago. Because everybody is well until patient was well until he began to see rashes in the media aspect of his thigh. He is sitting in the car driving his wife. They are in bed, sleeping on the same bed. But he, he left how many years ago? Four years ago. Some of you here have left this church. It's up to you. There is something called respect. Respect your pastors. Treat them with honor. If you find that person, respect. Yes. Those who honor you. Those who honor. That's respect. Those who respect. I would like you to buy this book and read it. It's in the bookshop. For your sake. For your sake. You don't respect me for my sake. No, no, no. I don't, I, I don't derive dignity from you. There are places I derive my self-worth from. Can you imagine if I were to be waiting for you to value me? Everybody has where. So if that place says something bad, then there's a problem. Learn to respect one of the ways to respect is like your, 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 your physical... Oh, I was not going to leave that. Let me go back. Should I stand here? Yeah. 
I should feel free and free. Honoring is not only with mere words. You honor someone by thinking properly. Some of you don't think well. You are very close to madness. Let me go back. No, some of you don't think well. You don't think well. And, and, and somebody has used that sentence to me last week. She knelt down and said, I wasn't thinking properly. I said, please get up. You are embarrassing me. Some of you don't think well. And and that is why that word to know means to examine. I mean, get close, almost to analyze. You see, when you use your mind, you won't do a lot of things you are doing. You honor by thinking properly. You honor someone by acknowledging him. You respect someone by acknowledging the person. I mean, as, as, if I'm preaching, as I'm preaching now, and uh, 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 um, Bishop Charles Adinasari comes here to sit here in the service, and I'm quietly preaching, we finish, we close the service. I mean, hey, it's the height of dishonor. You must fear me. I must pause and say, shall we say, uh, uh, shall we rise to our feet and clap our hands for Bishop Charles Adinasari who has come to visit us? How? That's honor. Acknowledging him. Making the person know that you. I'm teaching you the ethos. Ethos. You don't just, you don't just attend church. You wake up, you bath. Some of you have not had your bath. You just get up and drive your car. Come and sit down. Listen to a message. Give some paltry, paltry offering. And get back to your house. You are not in the church. To be in the church, there's a way to be in the church. And Paul wrote to the church in Thessalonica that first of all, know those who are laboring. There are people who are laboring. Interestingly, we bestow honor on people who are not laboring. Respect your pastor doesn't mean showing painful respect. Painful respect. Facade. No, I'm showing you how to. You acknowledge the person. I am aware you are there, and I'm. And I want you to know I'm aware, and I, I am aware that you are there. Yes. There are things I want to say. I, 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 I don't even feel like saying. You honor, you respect someone by adapting to him. Adapt, because we all have our way of doing things. We all have our shadow. All of you who have come this morning, you have shown great honor to me. Because normally on Sunday, you wake up at 9 o'clock. But today, you shouldn't try. You, 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 You have changed your sleeping pattern. You've changed your sleeping habit. You've adapted yourself to me. And that's how to respect. When they say respect your pastor, 
adapt yourself something you wouldn't have done on your own because of him you adapt David as what is his name Joseph was in jail his normal self he left a beard he wore a beard that's how he appeared he was happy because some people look very good when they wear a beard but he was told that Pharaoh is looking for you the Bible says he shaved the beard he removed his comfort he removed his convenience and went to stand in front of Pharaoh without his beard I say we are fasting next week maybe you have to eat for food in the morning otherwise you collapse collapse adapt yourself Adapt, 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 adapt. Esther adapted. Esther told Mordecai, I can't go. It's not my time. I thought you loved me. I thought you loved me. You want me to die? Don't you know that the king must stretch his scepter to you first before you go to him? You want me to just go and knock on his door? He may be my husband by his king. Today, wives don't talk like that. They marry you, you are the same. So I won't go. And Mordecai said, Look, it's a privilege for you to go. But if you don't go, help will come from somewhere. But know that you will not be a partaker of the blessing of the Jews. Esther adapted herself to Mordecai. Because he knew what Mordecai meant to her. It was because of Mordecai she was a queen. How is it possible you forget so soon? She remembered that she is now called Queen Esther. Today I'm talking about you and your pastor. Adapt, adapt, adapt. Change your style. If your style is to walk like this normally, because of your pastor, just change your style and walk like this. It's called you are adapting because of your pastor. Otherwise, you will not be blessed. You know, somebody must guide you. That's why I'm saying to you that have a pastor. And know him. Otherwise, you won't go far. There must be someone over your life. I saw that word somewhere. The best twelve or so over. I saw the word over. And I over you in the Lord. Don't be too, first of all. Don't be too big that someone cannot be over you. And here we don't use age. We don't use degrees. We don't use height. We don't use money. We use the one the oil has been poured on. We use oil. That's why David swore. 
even the, his, his captains were angry with him. Wouldn't you kill this fool? He said, who is the fool? Saul, I should kill him. But he don't understand anointing. Whether he is mad or not is God's problem. It's God's problem. Who is over you? You respect someone by paying attention to his words. Please get this book. And on and on. It, it, it will help you. It will help you in the office. You know, sometimes just your bodily presence in a meeting can anywhere promotion. And your physical absence from a meeting, from a meeting can, can mark the beginning of your downslide and downward whatever tell you exit that company. Your, your being bodily present. Like your boss calls for a meeting and you are not there. Without a text message, without explanation, you are not there. And you see, some of you think you are doing this to God or to your pastor. Or, and you, you, I, I, look, I've been a pastor. I'm getting close to 30 years. I'm wearing this type of bowler shirts. To, 30 years. I've seen it all. All these behaviors, they show it in the workplace. I've solved many of such problems. From dancerman to Dodoa. They show it in the, in the marriage. You won't you, you, you respect your husband. Things are in my throat. And when he's going, you are crying. I told the wife two days ago, I said, you are mad. So, oh, Bishop, why? We're speaking nicely. I said, I said you are mad. So, how? What, what, why? Then I turned to Mark 5 and showed her one sign of madness. One sign of madness is when you cut your, you use your hand and cut yourself and then you are crying. You are cutting yourself and you are crying also. Normally, someone should be cutting you. Say, ah! But when you are cutting yourself and you are crying, it's, a, it's called the madman's syndrome. Mark 5. I told her. Because some of you, I'm, and I'm speaking to wives. I'm not apologizing to anybody. I'm speaking to wives. Because the Bible has a description for wives in Proverbs 14. That there's a type of wife who uses her hand to tear down her home. When they finish, they are crying. So why are you crying? Why should you call my wife crying? What's wrong with you? Why are you crying? So did you not do this? Did you not do that? Did you not do that? Which husband will respect someone who does this to him? 
And then when you finish cutting yourself, you are crying and begging that he should return to you. It's madness. And some of you, I'm saying that, let's learn it in church. Use me as the husband. Honor me. Respect me so that you will learn the arts of honoring. Because soon, it won't be a church matter. I, you shouldn't swear. Soon, it will not be a church matter. You will take it to your marriage. Yes. You take it to your office. And number, number four, the last one. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought of the last one. There's more. There's more. There's more. One, two. One, two, three, four. I've done two. The next week we'll do two. Shall we rise to our feet and close? The ethos. things in my throat are a lot. I'm filtering them. And the reason why I'm filtering them is that I also won't say that one. Know your pastors. Your basenta leader respect him. Just for his sake, attend the Basenta meeting. Out of respect for him, just for his sake, attend the meeting. If you learn it there, when you work with Shell, you also do it there. Don't be far. No means examine. And I can't examine from afar, I must get close. Ah, not when the makeup is fake. It's pimples on the face. I will never know. While I'm on the stage, so this is Miss Area. But when I get close, ah, the man doesn't have hair. You can never know somebody from afar. You cannot know someone. It's unfair. It's unfair to judge someone you've not been close to. Many have judged me. You can't even judge me by listening to how I preach. Come close. Come close. And I'm saying that let's learn it here because you may also judge your MD from afar. What did you learn today in church? 
don't be indifferent to your pastor. Don't be neutral. Don't have a neutral disposition. No, 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 no sorry. By the way, I, 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 I forgot to tell you. If, if you don't like the pastors here, go to Presby and find a pastor. But have a pastor. That's all. We are not forcing ourselves on you. Don't get it wrong. I don't need your honor. By the grace of God, I don't need it. Maybe we are not honorable. I asked someone this morning, I would like to know what I have done for you to treat me this way. I asked in English. That's all I need to know. I would like to know what I have done to you. And maybe what I should have added was that, can you please, before you answer, go to our chat, go to our WhatsApp chat, you and I, years ago, review our chats before you answer me. I don't need your honor. But see, for, that person is even different from you because that, that person, I am not her pastor. She has her pastor. So that's even a different matter. But for you, I am your pastor. I am your pastor. Don't be indifferent. Don't be far. Almost everything you... There was a woman. She had married. They have had sex for many years. No child. One day she was in the house. And a man approached her. Not knowing the man was an angel. But he came in the garb of a man. He spoke to her. And the woman told her husband that she met a man of not knowing. And it's, a, it's interesting if you read it in Judges. How the, the, the phrase angel and man of God are used interchangeably. Man of God, angel. And the, and the man said, if he's truly a man of God, he should come back. And the man came back the following day. And gave them instructions. Nine months from that day, Samson was born. Samson was born. A man of God standing in front of you may be the angel you are looking for. Maybe the angel you are looking for. Jesus appeared to Saul of Tarsus, whose name would later change to Paul, who would later write. Thessalonians, Colossians, Corinthians, Ephesians, and the rest. And Paul was lying on the ground and he asked Jesus, Who are you? Who are you? And Jesus said, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. So, what? He said, Tell me. What I should do? What do you want from me? Why have you blinded me 
put me on the ground. What do you want from me? Tell me what you are to do. And Jesus said, get up and go to town. There's a man called Ananias. He will tell you what I should do. Jesus himself is there by sending Saul to a man in town. You don't have any idea what you are doing to yourself. Young men, start it right. Have a pastor. Know your pastor. Respect your pastor. Can you lift up your two hands as we close the service? And I want you to pray. Just a short prayer. Ten seconds. Lord, give me the wisdom. The wisdom. To do well in this kingdom. Yes. Just pray. Ten seconds. Give me the wisdom. If it's the pastors in this church you don't like, go to Central Gospel Church. Go to Action, Assemblies of God, but have a pastor. Father, we thank you. And we ask you today to grant us access to your wisdom. Yes. In Jesus' name we pray. Every eye closed, please. And every head bowed. If you are here this morning, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. Everyone standing, please. Just out of respect. And don't lean on a chair. Just stand. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. I want to love Jesus. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to get close to God. I want Jesus to be my master. Today's my first time I've come to church. But I want to be born again, Pastor. Please pray for me. If you are here like that and you want me to pray for you, to receive Jesus Christ into your life, please lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray for you. Yes, lift it high above your head. I see your hand. Pastor, please, I see your hand. Lift it high, please. God bless you. Pastor, today, I want to take that decision, quality decision, to give my life to Jesus Christ. Pastor, please pray for me. Please pray. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Lift your hand wherever you are. And wherever you are standing, I want you to now take a step. Leave where you are and come to me here. Come. 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 Take your Bible, your phone, your bag, and come. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life today. Also, 
it's, it's, it's occurring to me that some of you are not aware, but this church is a branch of a very large group of churches called the UD. If you care to go to the pastoral care office, you will be given a list of branches of this church. There are alternatives to this church. The closest one, which is a very large church, is at Adenta. The pastor is a bishop. A very good church. I'm saying this that some of you are not aware. You may think, oh, this is the only place. No. Also, we will also give you addresses to other churches in this area. Very good churches you can attend. But if you decide to be here, then be here well. Be here well. That's all. Be here well. Because your blessing is in it. That's all. Prophet Anon is at Adenta. He, the church is air conditioned. It's not this oven we are in. This is not the only church in the system. Please. You don't have, maybe you are a die-hard lighthouse member. We have got Ayikuma. Their church, right now there's a church. Dodoa is there. Pumbalishi is there. The pastor is about to be made a bishop. Just down here. You cross the road. You money to the right. You don't, say, you don't have to be here. Don't feel trapped. But if you go to Pumbalishi, make him your pastor. That's all. My passion this morning it's not about me. It's about your pastor. Have a pastor. It's dangerous not to have a pastor. It's an unnecessary affliction you, have, you inflict on yourself. There should be somebody who says to you, stop it. Go. If you don't have that one, then you are too big for nothing. You will swell and swell and explode. Those of you in front, lift up your two hands. I want to lead you in a prayer. Do you want to say a prayer to God? What's your name? Rashid. Beautiful. You want to give your life to Christ? Beautiful. Can you close your eyes? Lift your two hands and let's pray. Pray after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I thank you for today. I thank you for your word I've heard. I thank you for your word I've heard. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. For my sins. For my sins. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. Today. Today. 
I have found you. I have found because you have found me. Because you have found me. I make you my master. I make you my master. I make you my lord. I make you my I lord. make you my savior. I make you my Please savior. receive me. Please receive and make me and make me your child. Your child. I love you. I love you. I want to walk with you. I want to walk with you. I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. To be my Lord. To be my Lord. To be my master. To be my master. I need a master. I need a master. Please be my master. Please be my master. And my Lord. And my Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Congratulations. You are now born again. Are you happy you are born again? But you see, you are a baby now. Spiritually. A baby because you don't know much so someone has to help you care for you literally care for you and you see the, the lady in red the, the lady in red it's not valentine today but she's in red yeah. she's going to pastor you she will visit you or she will send people to visit you they will teach you. Next week when you come to church, they will teach you. And I believe that is the beginning. I took this decision that you've taken today. I took mine 38 years ago. And I'm still in church. So Rashid, you, I, I would not be surprised if you become an evangelist one day. Yeah. Ah, it's really when a healing Jesus campaign teacher. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Clap your hands for them as they go. Keep clapping your hands. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Father, we thank you. It's time for us to come to the Lord's table. It's good to begin the week with a promotion. Where you're set to eat is very important. I don't know some of you, if you didn't. There are some families, mother and father and the children are at the table. And the house help is eating in an aluminum pan in the kitchen on a kitchen stool. The day the house help is invited to sit at the table mm. with daddy, mommy, Billy Rubin, and Billy Verdon. Invited. Invited. Don't you think it's a promotion? It's a promotion. Of course, better now. Hey. Shame out, My God. Shame out, no. Hey. Of course. Chabro, no. Hey. Didi. That's what is happening to us now. Professor. We have been invited to a table we don't belong. Jesus. It's a special table. Special. It's a beautiful table. Beautiful. It's called the Lord's table. Oh my God. And this morning, two things are on the table. Mm. A cup of wine. Jesus. And a loaf of bread. Mm. Take your bread now. Take your bread. Drink. This is Lift your hand. 
if you don't have your bread, if you don't bring, if you didn't bring your communion, just lift your hand, please. Let us enjoy the table. You know, sometimes you can be satisfied by just looking at a meal. You, I mean, just by looking at the food, you are okay. I told someone, I said, when you are serving me, don't bring me a lot of food. I don't like it. When I see it, I get full. Let it be little so that I can call for it seven times. Beautiful. So if you don't have the bread, just look at somebody's bread and lick your lips. <laughs> it's beautiful. But next week, bring your bread, bring your wine. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Say, I'm eating it for my healing. I'm eating it for my healing. Say, as I eat it. As I eat it. As the body of Christ. As the body of Christ. I'm joining the body. I'm joining the body. I'm joining the body. I'm joining the body. Say, I'm joining the body. I'm joining the body. Say, this is the body. This is the body. For my healing. For my healing. For my blessing. For my blessing. For my blessing. For my blessing. Today. Today. By this body. By this body. I am healed. I am healed. By this body. By this body. I am one. I am one. I am one. With the church. I am one with the body of Christ. Thank you for this body. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, yeah, the precious blood of Jesus, yeah, I will pass over you, pass over you. Lift your cup. Say, this is the cup. This is the cup. The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Say as I drink it. As I drink it. I receive a blessing. I receive a blessing. Say the cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. It washes me. It washes me. It purges me. It purges me. It protects me. It protects me. Say the blood. 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 Of Jesus. Let's drink it. Lift your two hands and let's pray. Father, thank you yes. for supernatural accompaniment. Oh, yes. That by this blood and this body, we are no longer made up of shoes and no. shirts no. and blouses no. and wigs no. and cars no. and khakis. No. But we have supernatural accompaniment angels are with us supernatural beings are with us thank you for testimonies thank you thank you for blessings unexplained blessings deliverance this week we shall see your hand this week we shall experience your blessing thank you lord for this blessing in Jesus name our lives are changed Favor is upon us. Amen. Favor is upon us. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Clap your hands. Clap your hands for Jesus.